listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Y'all know them niggas that I'm talking about. The ones y'all be saying at the coffee house. As soon as they get the mic, I start walking out and the sweater they must give the most talked about. It's time to bring the MCs on. I'm sick of these niggas looking bitch trying to read poems and, b- and battle me with sandals and capris on. Come on, dog. I'm about to get hyped with this. Shed some light to this so-called black righteousness. Even though y'all niggas might not cuss like me at the end of the night, y'all trying to fuck like me. So what's the reason for the hating niggas with dreads calling themselves guys and dating white girls named Caitlyn? I'm cool with the interracial dating, but I ain't about to hear no fucking speeches because I ain't wanting to ba- want to have some bacon because i want to have some bacon i rock in a swear that's why i can't fuck with the coffee houses man get on my goddamn nerves and deep down y'all know that i'm right man shit man shit i'm about to kick some trick daddy next poetry night like my black queen don't know now nigga hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen this sound like an old angry black person i mean what you got against capris and shit yeah that, uh that's that little brother there was kind of there Cap- was some young angry black men capris and sandals ain't nothing wrong with them dog uh we are live on a sunday afternoon uh thank you for tuning in live here at the chat uh of course crowdcast.io is where you can uh come join the chat room and uh you know chop it up uh we appreciate people to take time out to do that you can find the show the blackout tips on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews as long as they're nice we'll read them on the air the official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is uh double sponsored let's mm-hmm. do this it's brought to you by shadow dog productions we have audio play albums on itunes we do we got two and uh, amazon mm-hmm. uh, you can get them on spotify and title just search the blackout tips i mean not just search <laughs> the best of rod and karen or sunspot and other ratchetness and it will come up uh we are on spotify by the way the podcast is on spotify if you it search sure, the blackout sure tips is. so you can get us with your music on spotify right you can just go ahead and, and check it out and let us know what you think man we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that as well um the do i did official weapon stuff right the taser and uh, official sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and then also um uh, we are sponsored by a little bit of a sexier sponsor let me see if i can find some sexy music i don't know if i feel like i didn't prepare for this part ah! um let me see if i can slow it down with something um how about i don't know that any of this is necessarily sexy but it is slow let me see if i can find something else real quick mm-hmm. uh <laughs> oh here's a list um, I say, you, you, y'all have a list of sexy music back i now. have a ton of list uh i just wasn't wasn't ready uh all right anyway here we go um sexy sponsor yes listen guys valentine's day is almost upon us ain't it dope and i for one think there's nothing sexier than spend a little bit of time together in the bedroom or other rooms in your house or i don't, I don't judge where you guys do it hotels it ah! airplane bathrooms it's up to you guys um anyway you can make this valentine's day one that you'll both never forget with this amazing offer from adamandeve.com through valentine's day you'll receive 50 percent off of just about any item 
just go to adamandeve.com and you'll find thousands of adult entertainment products including toys lingerie and a seemingly endless selection of adult dvds let me tell you something adult dvds come in handy man okay wi-fi's sometimes it'll be moving a little slow okay some of this internet porn you never know what you're getting click on something it's like oh man what was what, that a baby crying in the background this is too much it's too much you know i didn't I, now i'm involved in these people's lives I, hey can y'all somebody stop and check on that baby <laughs> they keep beating on the door did the doorbell ring what's going on with that you never had those questions when you have actual professionally produced adult entertainment correct and there's more with every order you'll receive a free romance kit the romance kit includes a toy for him a special massager for her and a little something that you'll both enjoy plus a free adult dvd to put you in the mood and that's not all Mm-mm. they'll also throw in free shipping on your entire order so check out adamandeve.com today for the special valentine's day offer get 50 percent off of one item free romance kit and free shipping when you enter off code tbgwt at checkout that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com go ahead check it out shout out to barney nobody steal your man i mean steal your girl like joe nobody nobody i have some random thoughts i do too okay but what about the new ep- the new show on um our premium feed though can what about that let's do that go ahead well you can't tell them about it oh, okay you, you I did can. the show <laughs> all i did was slice it together oh but those of you out there we made in case you didn't hear the uh, feedback show yesterday uh this brand new show on uh the premium podcast network called meow mix and it's with layla my niece and i had a great time i got to go on location y'all so uh, for those of you that's hearing it, honey, you could tell I, I needed some help and it was all kinds of, of stuff happening, but I had a great time, uh, with my niece. I asked her about some movies that she had seen that me and her, uh, her uncle Roderick had seen that we didn't get to sit down and record with her. And for those of you that have children that, that read, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that read or children that are not so interested in the reading, but you want to get them into reading, Layla has read hundreds, possibly thousands of books. So I asked her for some reading recommendations that are appropriate, uh, for 12 and under. Cause we're doing it like as she ages, we'll go up. But right now it's 12 and under. And, uh, cause she just turned 12 in December. And so she has two book recommendations. So for those of you out there, you love to listen to the spoiled movie reviews that we have with Layla. Um, this is a great time for you to sit down with your kids and listen. And I'm so excited about this and I can't wait for the parents and stuff to hear it. And yeah, it was just me and Layla on scene. And yeah, I got me a, um, a shout out. I don't remember your name, but shout out to the fan who bought me a Zoom, uh, because uh, that's what I use to go on, um, location. A Zoom, a Zoom is a type of recording microphone device, uh, and it gets really good audio on location um and the movies that they review were they're very short reviews three to five minutes moana coco and wonder woman get reviewed and then they talk about um two books one is called uh smile 
um and the other is called sunny side up she Layla explains what those books are about and i put links to how you can get them on amazon on the site so yeah if you're premium it's already in the premium feed if not um there's a good reason to go premium you can hear some 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 bonus layla footage um all right you want to go your your random thoughts yeah mine is just one and okay. my, and mine is i don't want i, I guess you could say it's simple uh uh, I know we're, I joke about us being old, but we're not really old, but we're just getting older. And, um, the older, uh, you get, and I don't know if it's different between for men and women, uh, you know, the older you get, your body responds differently. And, uh, I've, uh, got some of my first gray hairs. And I thought I was gonna get some of my first gray hairs on the top of my head, but I got them down below. And I didn't know that that's how it goes. So I looked down there one day. I was like, oh, what's, what's this? I was like, oh shit, it's a gray hair. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I guess it started at the bottom before it started at the top. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Does it work that way for men? I don't know. I don't have any gray pubic hairs. Uh, I have gray hairs in my beard though. So, okay. And I don't let my hair grow out. So I don't know. Maybe I have gray hairs in my head. I don't, I don't, these are things I don't, I don't know. Right. Cause this, and that's the thing. Nobody warns you. Nobody tells you, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't know you're in the club until you're in the club. Mm-hmm. You know, you just look down one day, you know, and all of a sudden you see salt and pepper and you're like, okay, well, I guess this is what it is. And you just keep it trucking. It's weird that there's no porn stars with gray pubic hairs because there's porn stars that have like gray hair, but none of them have like gray pubes. Right. Know? Because it's realistic that, you know, as you get older, it does begin to gray. So, you know, it's one of those things where it just, it just took me for a shock and I was like, oh, okay. Like, this is really happening this is what's going on you know because as you get older it's things that happen with your body like all the the facial hairs like you get older as a woman all of a sudden you're you're, you're going to a goddamn woolly, woolly mammoth you know you got beard hair and mustache hair i don't know where the fuck this all this hair come from and you got the constantly chopping snipping and waxing all this other bullshit trying to keep up to the standards i see why some old women say fucking and they just let it all grow out it's too much maintenance mm i think it looks distinguished so um all right i had some random oh, oh, oh one more thing and uh now uh i i am going to make a, a a public announcement uh i would like to personally apologize to all the men out there that i've joked about them having gray balls mm-hmm. too late <laughs> it's too late um i did have some random thoughts though um i'll try to go through them quickly before we get into the news uh first uh i was talking with ray sani on facebook and uh we stumbled upon a conspiracy theory that you know um i've always kind of had but i never shared it with anybody but she was like how is because you know if you ever watch full full house i don't know if you guys watch full house years ago okay not not the new one they redid not the new one i'm talking about the old one Mm -hmm. with danny the danny tanner and the tanny tanner family Mm -hmm. and you notice how like he was he had dark hair and he was supposed to have been married to joey's sister uncle joey oh who we never saw her we never saw the mom because i guess she died or some shit okay um but then all his daughters had blonde hair Mm -hmm. right yes i don't think i don't think danny was them kids daddy daddy i don't think that was his kids step, step i dad. think no no not step dad either okay i don't think he was them kids father okay <laughs> i don't think How he knew get 
I don't think he knew that he wasn't no kid's father, but if you think oh, about it, okay, I think we do know who the father was, and I think the father was Joey, because Joey had <laughs> blonde hair, and it also makes sense why Joey would have felt some obligation to stay in this man's home with three fucking kids that ain't his, and and they uncle. <laughs> like, what the fuck was <laughs> Joey even doing there? All right, didn't he stand in the attic? Yeah, what was he even doing there? like he wants to it's like some lannister shit he was there to honor you know and i mean i don't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole but you know me and you know me and ray kind of came up with like some ideas maybe you know joey might have killed the mom or something and you know it could have been a lot of things going on i'm not saying all of it but i feel like joey was them kids daddy man it's the only thing that makes sense there are no random men who stay in the house and take care of three kids that's not theirs right just cuz you know what i mean it makes no fucking sense so yeah i, I watch the show again y'all and y'all understand maybe i watch too much game of thrones i don't know but it seemed ah! it seemed to make sense to me uh let's see what else we got oh oral b is a toothbrush company and what new york niggas demand on the first date oh lord mm-hmm. oh no mm-hmm. i hope not yeah um i i keep seeing these commercials lately um number one every time i hear the words step into the spotlight i always get super hyped now and let, turn to the tv because i know it's gonna be a black panther trailer yes. but i've also been seeing trailers a lot for this new movie the uh, I, I don't know what what number they're on but like something shades of gray probably like 70 shades of gray at this point yeah 110 i don't know how right. many um here's the thing though that i've never seen those movies Mm-mm, never read them books never yeah i never really read the books either but um they look so boring don't they though like is it just me it do, it just don't even it's because like i know i don't care about the rules of bdsm like people always write to be like it's so destructive to the bdsm world and it's not good practice i, I don't care I'm about that about, like shit. as a movie as a whole i just mean I'm it like, look boring it does like nothing about that shit made me think like yo i need to yo this shit is lit and like in the last one like it was like guns and a helicopter and other shit fighting and stuff and i was like what the fuck has this become what 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 happened to just uh you know him tying you up and having sex with you like this shit got wait i I don't know i missed the plot somewhere right right i don't know if it was a shift change or something like that and you know for me yes i do know black people in bdsm but it looked like some white people doing white people shit and and i tap out a lot of those movies um and then the last thing um i'll say uh i I feel like a lot of people can relate to this one the other day i was just sitting around uh on the internet uh looking at uh i don't know if you guys have heard of these things but uh boobies you guys ever heard of anybody into this i was uh checking them out on the old uh internet there um gotta say man after all this time still into them i don't like you still into them <laughs> they still i mean it's it's kind of amazing to think about the longevity of the interest and if you into them they undefeated looking at some booze man it's i mean it seemed like they still uh number one stock in the land dog still Come got on. it going you know from the time i saw rump shaker to now it's still the you know boobs and butts it's just still got it got it out here on the internet undefeated so, amazing how much time i've wasted just being like oh look some butts you know what i mean but ah! it, it's you know it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot going on in this world and i just gotta be a part of it because 
um just checking the boob stock market man it's like oh yeah oh it never goes down it's crazy because you know how much other shit from 14 years old like when i was 14 years old i'm not interested in anymore a lot you know but but boobs and butts man they still do it you know all the other shit is kind of falling to the wayside (laughs) you know anyway uh all right let's get into these uh the news there's all kinds of news happening um a random woman alleges that she's married to tyler perry and shares a child with him mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. now we know he has a two-year-old son with aman and his longtime girlfriend galila bakik bakelli okay uh however in the upcoming episode of dr phil a random woman claims she's actually married to perry and apparently he's raising their son too I believe that Tyler Perry is raising my son, she reveals in the show preview trailer. When asked if she married to Tyler Perry, she alleged she is, but at a later part in the clip, she also says, I have not seen him face to face. How did you marry him? Where's your certificate stating that you're legally married? Mm-hmm. As of now, there's been no comments from Tyler Perry. Yeah, you know, they can go search that. It's, you know, you get married anywhere in the country, you can go Google, you know, it's public records marriages are well i guess this is now the time to reveal that i i've been married to rihanna for several years at this point uh we've never I mean, met I mean, face we, to face I mean, if we can just claim I mean, then. we've never we've never shared a moment or anything but uh i just would like her to take care of her kids that we have together and um uh, to be a woman and own up to her responsibilities i'm putting it on blast dr phil if you like to fly me out um i'll gladly take the free plane ticket um this next story is not expeditious at all um the actor who plays sams and lean on me has been caught uh up in drug charges again oh no i know he done went went from the roof yeah he done went from the roof to to back to drugs see i guess he should have jumped expeditiously Um, apparently he's charged with felony possession of marijuana and possession with intent to sell and distribute marijuana oh he's selling it now damn uh so yeah wait it says he's best known for his role as a character fats in the 1989 films lean on me thought his name was sam's fats kind of fat shaming shit is that man who wrote this who watched this article somebody didn't do somebody didn't do their research it's just wral.com it don't even say who credit rev editor hannah west i, I should leave a comment on this shit like nigga his name was sam <laughs> do your research you can li- at least imdbm that imdb oh, yeah imdbm <laughs> hire black people I've added extra letters and shit this is what happened when you had no black people in your newsroom and, and this is what happened when you like me and, and uh you're trying to add extra letters mm-hmm. i'm about to hit her up right now um rod email mm-hmm, blackout tips at gmail.com subject uh what was that dude's real name uh sam's no 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 what no oh it's the opposite of what i'm trying to say karen that was, <laughs> i'm saying what was his what was his real name the actor oh karen. okay my bad you explain that oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, yeah let me look up his real name real quick um oh wait can i just oh i can just take a i can just link to the article 
Like in this article, you say, um, okay, actually, I'm going to need this real name for this. You say Jermaine Hopkins. Hopkins played Fats in Lean on Me. He was actually named Sam's in that movie. Thank you. Uh, I'm just going to put error for the subject. <laughs> oh, and I got to do this capture real quick. Sorry, guys. This is important stuff. This is why you tune into the Blackout Tips. Okay, we got to got to get hannah webster uh gotta get her right guys all right she's been contacted thank god just gotta clear somebody this stuff tell up. okay representation matters even in drug crimes all right right get it right hey he look oh now too Mm-mm-mm. uh let's see what other news we got okay there's all kinds of stuff still happening um oh uh a dude that was a self-proclaimed nazi killed somebody named blaze bernstein Mm -hmm. who was an openly gay jewish person that apparently he knew from like i want to say he knew him from like high school and shit um and yeah it's a 20 year old man accused of killing university of pennsylvania student he's a self-proclaimed neo-nazi and a member of extremist hate group that hopes to overthrow the u.s government samuel woodward has been charged with murder after blaze bernstein who was found buried in a shallow grave earlier this month in lake forest california with at least 20 knife wounds oh, i should have totally played the song before this because uh this is some sad news and it's definitely uh lgbtq news um but we're here already guys i'm sorry uh bernstein was visiting his parents during the winter break uh the two men knew each other from high school woodward told investigators that bernstein who was jewish and openly gay kissed him on the lips and prosecutors are still looking into the death of possible hate crime this is another one of those gay panic defense things where uh which i honestly don't it's so funny right because our society you can legally say a a gay person kissed you on the lips and put that as your legal defense like and i just freaked out and killed this person right yet we spent the better part of two weeks in a public debate about aziz Ansari and his fucking unwanted aggression towards that woman right if she would have killed that nigga you know how we would have not accepted that as a defense in court it would have been like that's ridiculous you went to his house that but a, a a straight man quote unquote because we don't really know that these guys are straight you know um or what's really going on in their heads but you could like a quote unquote presumably straight man could be like yeah i killed this gay person because they they made a pass at me and i feel like that's a legitimate reason to pass off as a defense in a court of law not self-defense like i was gonna get killed not even it's not even an accusation of like sexual assault even like oh someone tried to uh physically take my you know take me you know it's not even that it's always just like uh this person came on to me in any way shape or form and honestly i feel like i should be able to kill that person and that's that's prominent enough that it has a name in the court system as the gay panic defense um now in addition to that um the person he killed blaze is openly gay but also jewish well woodward is 
uh part of a fascist group called atom waffen division in 2016 he joined them according to two friends and a former a member who spoke with ProPublica. members who revere charles manson's ideas of a race war have also shared videos of themselves burning the u.s constitution and hope to spark a revolution through terrorism and guerrilla warfare woodward well, keep in mind none of these people are labeled terrorists in america is that interesting woodward was an active member who attended a three-day training camp in texas and photos obtained by propublica show him giving nazi salutes social media posts documented chats also reveal references to himself as a nazi and national socialist uh, according to the website oh socialist so he's probably down with uh bernie while the group which translates roughly to atomic weapons division uh consists of only about 80 people across the country its members uh have been tied to four other murders and bomb plot in the past eight months also what the fuck can socialist mean that that dude's like i'm a socialist but then bernie sanders is a socialist like is he mad at danny saying he's like yo man i don't appreciate you uh being jewish and shit you know what i mean like how does that work like i'm a socialist and also the black panthers are socialists it's just a broad sweeping term we're just all into the same things uh devon authors one of the founders of atom waffen was charged with murdering two other members he lived with after he converted to islam that's a mouthful right he told investigators the other members taunted him about his faith and wanted to rebuild a fourth right and planned to target a nuclear power plant in florida At, on atom waffen's website a graphic listed as propaganda depicts author authors with words race traders get the fucking knife uh brandon russell a 21 year old florida national guard member who also lived with authors was charged with possession of an unregistered destructive devices and lawful storage of explosive materials but they're not terrorists um anyway yeah that that story struck a chord because i was like how much of these people are just one emboldened by having you know trump in office a white supremacist openly um and then two how come we're not like that artist right that article right there just listed at least four examples of people that were planning to commit or talking about terrorist acts and we don't view them as terrorists how is that possible whiteness watch whiteness work i guess so um here's some positive christian news guys okay i know you guys always feel like i'm you know like might be bashing christians a little bit on here but i got some positive news a uh, christian writer slams jerry farwell jr for twisting scripture and uh, uh in order to give trump a mulligan on a film star affair porn film star uh, affair um the editor-in-chief of christianity today has some harsh words for jerry farwell jr who hit the cable news shows to defend trump after it was revealed the president allegedly carried on a year-long affair with an adult movie star in an editorial in which mark galley admitted he was hesitant to enter the political fray the editor claimed that when the fellow when fellow evangelicals start to uh start expounding and applying scripture in the public square we think we have something to add to the conversation noting that farwell stated all these things trump's affairs were years ago and he has apologized galley called out the evangelist for getting his facts wrong in an effort to provide cover for trump in fact, the payoff for one of the alleged affairs was offered a mere 14 months ago. Meanwhile, Trump has never apologized for his affairs, only for his lewd remarks in one video. He's never asked forgiveness, as far as I can tell, but even if we're being charitable, assume he privately apologized to these women and to his wife. Falwell's uh, uh, expounding justification for Trump's uh, adulteries is startling. In an interview with CNN's Aaron Burnett, 
Falwell defended Trump saying Jesus says if you lust after a woman in your heart it's the same as adultery you're just as bad as a person who has our faith is based on the idea that we're all equally bad and we're all sinners and we all need Christ's forgiveness uh it's funny listening to the people that castigated Obama for eight years talk they called him a Muslim and everything a horrible Christian and everything else completely bend over backwards for Trump uh one does not have to have a doctorate in ethics to see the problem here jesus is saying that outward behavior needs to be matched by inward attitudes that a fully righteous person does more than attend to external behavior he's not saying and no christian ethicist i know would say that lusting is morally the same as adultery or similarly that anger is the moral equivalent of murder the reason we succumb to such poor exegesis exegesis i don't know what that means uh as at such times is not hard to fathom um we do this sort of thing whenever we are in a tussle with our spouse or church or a friend we need to justify ourselves or our views we twist scripture to make ourselves look virtuous and to condemn our opponent as for trump the mulligan uh as for the trump mulligan hero i'm unclear however as to whether we should give people who ought to know better a mulligan but it's wrong and when a brother or sister does it, especially in the public square we should note it um anyway i wanted to bring this up because when people talk about you know well if christians do this would you say blah 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 and we, we, how come you don't talk about the hotels that this is the difference to me here's a person that's a christian that's taking the same scripture and being like that's not how you interpret it that's wrong and i disagree with this dude and i feel like more people should do that and i applaud the people that do take the time out to do that and i know people personally that do that i don't know anybody that's like i'm a hotel i call myself a hotel also i'm against the misandry i'm against the womanizing i'm against the patriarchy and shit that we espouse in there i'm against the anti-blackness within this the sphere of hotelness and i fucking call out these people that i disagree with i don't see it we asked for links we asked for work it never copped up it was just a lot of people just feeling kind of icky about the idea too bad that's what y'all are until you fucking clear it up and make it something else this is what the word means so but but the reason that it doesn't stick if i were to say like oh this christian said blankety blank it's because there's also christians who say the opposite and point it out and speak up and don't and they don't run from the label they claim the label like i'm a christian and i don't fuck with this nigga so i appreciate that dude you know and i hope more people do stuff like that we need more voices like that it can't just be reverend barbara out here by himself it's got to be more people doing the work and talking shit back to be like yo this 700 club shit should not be representative of the totality of the belief system of christianity all right uh let's see what else we got um oh man all right so there was this comedian who was doing a show uh his name is steve brown okay he was violently attacked during his gig at the comedy house in south carolina last sunday um i'll try to play the video for you guys but somebody came on stage and swung at this nigga with a mic stand like i have no idea what like i don't have no idea what caused it um uh is the video showing not yet all right he was violently attacked by an angry heckler during his gig at the comedy house in south carolina on sunday evening the stand-up artist picked out the man who was sitting in the front row and supposedly looked grumpy but the attacker flipped leaped on the stage and started attacking the comedian by wildly swinging a mic stand and then a bar stool at him is it showing yet Mm-mm. what the fuck uh hold on let's see if uh 
do i need to refresh up is up now oh, okay all right cool um but yeah um he took the instagram to address the incident on video uh he captioned uh the video first off let me start by thanking uh by saying thanks for the calls and messages from friends and family um one of the things that was wild too is um a lot of times these comedy clubs they don't have security and shit do not like they barely pay the comedians in the first place like we're talking like 25 30 dollars sometimes or just food or some shit like that Nobody even came up there to help. Everybody, like people ran out. Nobody actually came up there to help them out. there's several things here mm-hmm. and we know uh people and close friends that are comedians and the thing is they're at work mm-hmm. and they're on the clock when they do their jobs and you are actually paying them to do something and you should be accountable for their safety he shouldn't have got on that stage as soon as he stepped on the stage somebody from on either side should have walked up and like hey doll you ain't got no business up here the thing is for the audience the audience shouldn't have had to go up there there should have been somebody that the people on the property was paying to protect them because see see, this is the problem if he would have hurt this person the person would have sued him Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but he was being attacked but he would have sued him when actually it's responsibility whoever owns the establishment to protect the employees because that person performing is an employee at the time they're performing their task see one of the thing problems i have with this is uh it makes you look at all the other comedians that we know and stuff and think about how they've never been attacked on stage right so like how fire are your jokes if you're not even getting attacked on stage like is your shit even funny step your game up okay if niggas not hopping you got off, to be attacked you got to be jump on stage attack funny if niggas ain't hopping out their chairs to fuck you up with a mic stand maybe you need to go back to the drawing board and come with more hot fire because clearly whatever steve was saying I, i'm now interested in because it must have been hilarious i guess JL, to make a man have to beat somebody up jail ain't fine enough then ain't nobody jumped on the stage listen he said a lot of funny things i've never wanted to hit that man Me really either. and i feel like 
that you know that's a testament to to steve brown's funniness uh that a man said the only way i can express my true enjoyment of these jokes is to whoop his ass i mean hats off you know he said um uh with that being said uh let me say this the unprovoked attack that happened to me tonight is a reminder of why these comedy clubs should have well-equipped professional security to protect us entertainers who bring their club so much money i thank god for looking out for me and giving my old ass the ability to bob and weave because this could have ended a har- in a horrible way come on in the video the attacker who was sitting in the front row jumped on stage began assaulting brown which was caught on video uploaded to facebook to begin with the two men are seen circling each other with their fist up however things take a dramatic turn when the audience member reaches for the microphone stand and starts swinging it at brown which hits uh which is his arm yeah he got cut too is he gonna be charged with anything no idea you should be charged for that Mm -hmm. yeah they didn't even have the dude's name uh in this article so i don't know if they even arrested him or anything right 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 this dude got attacked he got assaulted yeah you would think people would try to um have you know have them arrested just to make a point that and that's you why you need there. security guards put them hands on them but like hey doll you ain't going to what to the police got gets here yeah uh it's unclear as the water fight started the individual uploaded the video to facebook said brown asked the man what his problem was brown also took the instagram to show off the ghastly cut he received from the mic stand catching the picture the mic stands are a bitch in the future i'm going to start pulling mic stands on these niggas thanks hashtag comedy house hashtag where was security hashtag i'm too old for this shit right despite being attacked and injured naturally the comedian saw the funny side to it his friends made a video of him comically doing a voiceover uh brown captioned the video as a comic you have to fi- somehow find human tragedy at Cle- uh k cleon the comedian found it y'all this shit here uh fa la- lol everybody can't uh take a joke uh and in a later interview with tim z he said the attacker first slapped his girlfriend oh he's saying uh the man got a little violent towards a woman before okay the show was really going well i like to engage my artist and he was having time in his life later on in the set he looked like he was dazed he was becoming somebody else then i asked him what was wrong with him and his girl started getting into it and then he slapped her then his mom or somebody tried to hold him and he kind of slammed her and that was when one security guy came over after the one security guy they had on that wasn't enough to, to take his ass out of there right after that the one security guy they had on stage just watching i will press charges he said yo yeah against them and and against the the uh people who own the uh the club because that don't make no sense if somebody is making a ruckus get their asses out of there and you like all that happened slapped the woman and they like yo it's good no the fuck it ain't and slammed his mama and they were still like hey pay a customer customer's always right gotta let them gotta let them get in here you know can't 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 get them out of here we might fuck around lose some money yeah that's a lot that's a whole lot all right um let's get into other segments um let's do some uh fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we asked every contestant to 
i mean wait we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with we assign point scores of zero to 100 in intervals of 25 how much we feel fucked with black people today's contestants everybody all right let's get into it Mm-mm-mm. all right that's enough stopping um a substitute teacher was fired after his private high school where he worked found out that he was part of a think tank a think tank think tank that um work with richard spencer mm-hmm. uh, an all-girls catholic high school in maryland fired a substitute teacher and field hockey mm, field hockey that already sounds like some racist shit like listen the niggers can skate on ice but if we call what we're doing out here hockey they won't even try out for it ah! we know they can't skate uh anyway the field hockey coach uh after discovering his white supremacist ties including the fact that he works for richard spencer's think tank which was originally reported on our sister site splinter gregory conti uh was fired from his positions at academy of the holy cross in kingston maryland um according to a letter that the school president and ceo kathleen ryan preble sent home to parents thursday he was fired immediately buzzfeed reports the letter noted that students had discovered through social media that he was a member of the alt-right movement under an alternate identity shout out to them kids you know he still had that job it wasn't for those damn meddling kids come on uh rut row prior to his firing he was successfully using the alternate identity in his work with this atrocious group people said in a letter uh as for his potential impact on our girls i conducted an investigation at the time of his firing determined there was no reason to think that he negatively influenced any of our youth um with his philosophy because mm. he was trying to keep the two separate Mm-hmm. but still you can't work there no you can't he appeared to use the alias gregory ritter on twitter uh the critic the critic getter i wonder uh using his account to send out several problematic tweets including remarks such as hitler did not commit any crime he must be on that badu everybody got something nice about him students also discovered uh discovered footage of him attending a deadly unite the right rally in charlottesville he went to charlottesville right with it i don't regret it conti uh said who's been working as a substitute teacher uh since 2016 you don't regret not getting the paycheck either obviously white working at the school and i miss everybody but i understand the political situation and i expected them to act as they did school officials acknowledged that they first learned about his white supremacist ties back in october but declined to say why they waited until january to inform the parents Hmm. the school is just trying to protect its own position conti who is a current director of operations at the national policy institute richard spencer's think tank added i get why they are doing that they are going they are doing it because they are put in an awkward position where they have employed somebody with whom they had no problem and whose views they did not did not at all adversely affect the school's operations nonetheless now that the school truth is for surface conti is no longer hiding behind his fake name why did you have a fake name if it was nothing wrong with it right right as actually speaking out in an interview with wjla tv shout out to the fact that even the height of white privilege in this in america is you get out of there as a racist and the news people can't wait to interview you and treat you like with respect like oh so what happened i'm sure you'll give us the, the straight dope diversity leads to social problems it leads to conflict it leads to war he told wjla before taking a weak puff of a cigar 
uh because of course he would yep i understand the political situation zero to 100 100 how does diversity cost yeah i had to give it 100 as well uh let's see what else we got here um i don't even know who this dude is but apparently he's making around kevin mccall oh uh, kevin mccall he has apparently figured out the black community's problem oh well, shit I, this is good it's in essence so it must mm-hmm. be legit 100 whatever you about to say after that is 100 um the problem in the black community according to kevin mccall is that black women work too much kevin kevin mccall has a lot to say lately the music writer best known for his relationship with eva marcel and composing chris brown's 2011 hit song deuces has been speaking out on a range of topics and offending people along the way from who from who really shot his toe and beefing with chris brown to custody drama and being blocked by brandy the young man has made headlines i've never heard of this thing in my life Mm-mm. is he like the nigga the male version know. of azalea banks i don't know he's a songwriter so you know a lot of them be like behind the scenes most time we don't know their name most people don't read songwriters but his most recent statements about black women had social media talking according to mccall black women are too focused on work and that's why what's wrong with the black community uh the issue in the black community right now is a dating issue and a parenting issue specifically for black women because my mother was a black woman the 32 year old so eloquently begins women y'all need to stop putting this white man and this job before yourself before your destiny before your children and then you wonder why niggas can't really rock with you like that because you trying to do our job in a now removed video from december mccall claimed that he was broke and hungry well that's because all these black women out here working i mean how are you supposed to be eating good and not be broke if black women got the jobs because don't nobody want you writing for them i mean you ever just show up to a job and they be like sorry all the black women got the jobs and you had to go back home fellas am i right i know y'all know what i'm saying i know y'all feel me i hate that you go to a college you try to get a degree what they oh sorry we gave out all the scholarships to black women take your black ass back out to prison and you gotta go be broken hungry and it's their fault always trying to do better for themselves why can't y'all just stay home and have babies hmm? women y'all need to stop putting this white man down there. okay it's in a now removed video from the center he says broken hungry but apparently the money came back it had to in order for him to follow up with this so-called solution for working black women see i'm the nigga they don't really need nothing they don't really need nothing i'll be a bum if it was really up to me i don't believe in money he sounds like a catch and some of y'all hard-working black women need to stop working and let this man just get with him He's trying to help us out fix the community the only reason i've got racks is for my wife but if you're busy working trying to do what i did i'm the one who wrote deuces so we can have a mansion on deck you feel me but if you're busy working i can't get to know you my mom was so busy trying to show me love working that she was never home i hope my fiance doesn't make that same mistake i thought you said you had racks for your wife and uh, mm, you know what i know what this is i know what this is he got a fiance and she been working a lot happens all the time she just been still she's still walking in the girlfriend spirit i 
<laughs> maybe i don't know but um a lot of times i think a lot of people that do this with relationship advice they're really subtweeting somebody else happens all the time on social media i see it every day oh we don't need to do this or people need to do that and it's like nigga that's advice that you either want to take yourself advice you want to give to somebody or it's a subtweet it's a shot at somebody out there that you know you want to come home you know and i feel like this is a subtweet this is a my girl hey baby you need to stop working all these hours and come home so then he went on instagram because he ain't with her he don't got nothing else to do and he subtweeted her sub instagrammed her or whatever and put it on black people in the black community but really it's just him so that's what i would say anyways zero to 100 karen oh it was 100 for you before i even knew what the article was about Mm-hmm. um anyway uh i would say obviously 100 and i need black men to stop to let this kind of stupid shit go right don't pa- te- patriarchy isn't for us right don't tell us what the fuck we need to do don't tell me what we need to do Mm-hmm. because if the finger gets pointed back and black women be like what do y'all niggas need to do you're gonna be up in your goddamn feelings quit telling us everything that happens to the black community it's our fucking fault like you're not part of the goddamn black community too also just patriarchy isn't for us it never was there's never been a magical time when black men brought home the bacon and black women sat at home and and we're taken care of and and both parties have always worked yeah we were never afforded that luxury in america our women were seen as workers and property and um we were seen men were seen as workers and property and there was all this shit that people are saying is just it's it's romanticizing a past that never existed for us and not to mention it's not a romantic notion you know i mean i understand some people don't want to be taken care of and and whatnot i'm not saying that's wrong to Mm -hmm. have the impulse to take care of your woman quote unquote uh vice versa too you know i want to take care of my man all this shit i don't think there's nothing wrong with that idea Mm -hmm. but when we start like applying that as a solution to community problems within black people it's 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 so misguided and anti-factual it's not isn't there's just never been a time that that was that that was the truth so um no and nobody likes to be told what to do so i don't know yeah. why you know particularly me and particularly black men you know because you know where are these white men coming out of weird words weird words making these speeches and plock and uh coming out loud talk, talking today well what you white women need to do where are these men what they do they fucking pass uh funky ass laws and shit like that but what they don't do is, is post on instagram facebook and twitter good luck to his uh fiance though that's that's a lot to deal with um sterling k brown uh is as many people know him randall from this is us mm-hmm. um he recently um won an award at the screen actors guild he's just sweeping all the awards lately and uh he was asked a question backstage about black press um at these events hello congratulations julissa from black street tv um, thank you for always being a true reflection and representation of black love. Let thank me say that. Appreciate it. Um, you're always vocal about the differences between black actors and white actors and opportunities. So apologies in advance for this loaded question, hmm. but I do think it needs to be addressed. Go for it. Are you aware of the disparities between the opportunities given a black journalist in comparison to our white counterparts? And do you think there's any plan in Hollywood to make sure that the media room 
starts to reflect the diversity that we're beginning to see in the industry. I told you it's a loaded question, but it needs to be addressed. Just taking a look around the room, like, you got a point. It's a lot of white people. Uh, you know what? I'd, I'd never paid attention. And shame on me for not having done so. But maybe this conversation is the beginning of, of something taking place, you know? It is, you get that conversation when you're a young person, you got to work twice as hard to get just as far. Um, and that, you know, I don't know if that holds true exactly or whatnot, but it's something that's been etched, burned into my mind, you know, to be able to receive similar opportunities. The, the latitude for mistakes is less. If we had president number 44 talking about grabbing people by the vagina, I don't think he'd still be working. You know, he wouldn't last it eight years. So it is representation, diversity, making sure that everyone's voice can be heard is important. So thank you for bringing it up to me. I'm sorry I hadn't paid attention. Sure. First of all, um, that that is a great question um not because of um she asked it of sterling k brown you know obviously he's not the necessarily the person to ask like that can change it but he's the person to ask that will bring the most light to what's happening there two i love his answer i loved it because so many people get defensive and they start thinking about what is my impact in this what is my how am i causing this what you know are you trying you trying to accuse me i don't have a problem i didn't kick nobody out the room i say black people i love black people you know i love that shit like only a secure person can give an answer like that because most people aren't secure and they immediately will lash out at you even though she stated like yo this is a loaded question um and thank you for your representation of black love on tv like see like to me it wasn't this like haha gotcha you know but i love this answer you know especially when he stopped and looked around the room and was like yeah a lot of white people um that was uh, anyway zero fucked with i mean i'm fucked with that obviously people feel that there's not enough representation of black press at these events um obviously that's you know that that sucks but zero fuck with with his answer zero fuck with with the question um and that's how you elevate a question to um to kind of pick to to pick apart the structure of how the room is set up um she also had a thread on twitter that talked about like different actors and stuff not even acknowledging the black black press section of um the runway and the and the and whatnot and not white people like black actors and shit um whether they were instructed to you know because you're you know those events are like you're you're paraded around basically like you put on the dress you put on a suit and they walk you through okay look over here take a picture do this do that mm-hmm. and when you relegate the black press and the black people at the event uh to just like a corner right then all of a sudden it's easy to ignore that corner you know oh well don't no, no, this isn't that important meanwhile these publications could be essence ebony jet the root you know it could be a bunch of places um there's also the thing too where like i saw chris from uh movie trailer reviews talk about how they were treated at uh comic-con in san diego and how much they had to basically finagle their way into places that they weren't given access meanwhile some some um bigger venue bigger outlets were giving wider outlets were giving were given um 
twice as much coverage room than they needed you know taking up double the spots and not even utilizing double the spots um there was a time where uh sarah benoist who's supergirl couldn't show up to uh she got sick so she couldn't show up to comic-con it was the premiere of the supergirl on the cw mm-hmm. a very important you know thing well the dude who plays jimmy Mm-hmm. was there he's black right. he's a black actor right not only now they didn't have invites to that room chris and them just showed up basically like oh well, we obviously want to interview him you know black dude black press you know completely interested but the white people that cover those events didn't even show up because she wasn't there they were basically like fuck the black dude on the show the the second lead at the moment the second lead the love in, the love interest fuck him he's black what's the point of covering this so um i think that's a great uh question and a great answer and i hope that you know it can lead to some type of elevation of the issue so maybe we see some change right and, and it's very it's very frustrating uh when it comes to situations like this because black people be it large or small independent want to cover certain things and certain things mean something to us today white people don't give a fuck about right and we're gonna ask questions that white people don't give a fuck about we're gonna uh 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 uh, be more intimate with certain things because of the the relationship and it's one of those things where a lot of times not all the time a lot of times with white generic questions it's the same questions they get asked on the radio tv y'all don't really go into anything deep not unless it's somebody that that's their specialties and these are normally like one-on-one interviews mm-hmm. you know but the generic walk around here hit this table here you're going to get asked the same fucking generic questions that you get asked everywhere else and you know you need people out there like chris and phenom and black girl nerds and all these other people because they ask questions where people be like oh i've never been asked it before oh i didn't think about that before because they got their generic answer because they normally get asked the same generic question and a lot of times listening to them and 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 just seeing things online a lot of times they don't even prepare some of the larger people that no, it's their job they just here's a show they don't know who the actor is they don't know what they've done in the past they don't know what show they're covering so they show up and they don't even they're not even prepared and that makes a difference too even stuff like the lighting on someone's face in a picture you know lapita nyango used one of the pictures that brandon took from where's my 40 acres um because he had his camera set up and he knew what it was to take a picture with black skin and she was gorgeous on that picture right but it's shit like that that white press does not know or care about and the inclusion of other people within that space would help but to a lot of people when we talk about diversity and inclusion what they consider inclusion is a small corner of blackness uh you know the the uh, here's a table for some black people you know here's two here's a couple black outlets and we'll put them over here we won't give them the same access to interviews we won't give them the same access to um the pick photography none of this stuff like they won't get the prime spot of anything um and that shit does matter you know so um uh but yeah zero for me for the question and the answer though i know some people probably felt like that was an unfair question but i thought that was a dope question and an even better answer yeah I, did, I didn't have any problem with her question i didn't have any problem with his answer because and the thing is a lot of people would criticize his answer but he was telling the truth like he's been doing it for so long he probably don't pay attention 
yeah i i mean we take so much shit for granted and if all of us examine our lives it's impossible that you don't have at least one area that you've overlooked something i mean that's just kind of what it is and that's that's also speaks to how much of racial disparity and stuff like that is just the way it is so we right. just we don't question it because you know think about what it takes to be on that level as an actor and stuff like you have an agent you have public uh, public relations people you have the people that work for the show you have people that write for the show all this shit you get to these awards the awards have a setup you know if you've ever been somewhere where um the um like you were to be like a featured guest or something like that you got a makeup room you got the hair right. people like like you got like you literally y'all you literally go from like room to room to room to room all right okay time to go on stage all right so if they make you available to press you're an actor you don't actually sit down and go over every painstaking detail you don't look at like well who are the press people going to be for this year uh, what what out publications are going to come in the room you don't know till they're in the room right so yeah i can understand how like when you're at these conferences you're at these award shows and stuff you don't know that uh you can't like you don't if you don't think about it beforehand if right. you don't really like have it in you to be like i have thought about every detail of this and i'm going to make a change personally this is going to be the thing the hill that i die on unless you think of it that way you're gonna just go in the room be interviewed and you're not gonna think like okay so rolling stone vulture hollywood reporter were here team vogue was here yeah you might not even know you won't even think to yourself like oh wait a minute where was the root oh wait wait hold up hold up well did, did you guys have a chance to have ebony in here is essence in here you know and that's how it perpetuates um but i like that you know i hope that he'll be mindful of it in the future and that a lot of people in that room will be mindful of it because it's a shame that you know even though these people are the same people that sometimes vote for these awards it's a shame that a a person like um sterling k brown is uh probably only one of the few people that could have given a good answer to that question because he did he would he's black and understand doesn't and is open-minded enough to be like oh yeah we could make this better you know i i i really wonder what would have happened if that question got asked to uh some white person in the room you know a completely different answer right uh speaking of white people octavia spencer says jessica chastain helped her get five times her salary she is walking the walk uh jessica chastain is an outspoken proponent for pay equity in hollywood and indefatigable i think that means tireless voice fighting sexism in storylines and bottom lines when octavia spencer told her women of color need to be included in the conversation chastain listened while developing a holiday comedy for the two actresses to star in chastain brokered a favorite nations deal bundling their salary and led to both women getting paid five times their original asking salary i have a story and you guys are gonna be the first to hear it said spencer to a panel of women breaking barriers at the sundance film festival 15 months ago chastain approached her about doing a movie together the two have been good friends since they both started to help she wants to do comedies i want to break out a period piece she said yeah, i feel you uh the crowd chuckled i love them they've been kind to me but i kind of want to play someone who resembles me in some fashion when the subject of pay equity between men and women came up spencer agreed wholeheartedly we were dropping f-bombs and getting it all out there when i said but here's the thing women of color on that spectrum we make far less than white women so if we're gonna have that conversation about pay equity we gotta bring the women of color to the table and i told her my story and we talked numbers and she was quiet and she said she had no idea and that 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 that's what it's like for women of color spencer policy choked up these are happy tears she assured the crowd i love that woman because she walking she's walking the walk she actually talked and talked she said octavia 
we're gonna get you paid on this film you and i are gonna be tied together we're gonna be favorite nations and we're gonna make the same thing fast forward to last week we're making five times what we asked for the crowd cheered before spencer added now i want to go to what the men are making the bill resulted in a heated bidding war with universal beating out fox and paramount the untitled holiday comedy will be produced by chastain with her company freckle films we're just sitting uh sitting there sipping coffee going oh my god women are in demand says spencer well why spencer tell the story and they got a video and stuff but yeah dope uh zero to a hundred. Oh, zero. and and these these are the things that uh we're asking uh white women to do when, when it comes to this feminism not equal pay for us Mm-hmm. and we want to be we want the same qualification as white men when you talk about men because you ain't talking about them niggas you're talking about white men mm-hmm. you know and the other women we're not worried about them you know because the thing is the thing about privilege people that are in privilege a lot of times you don't recognize things until things are bought to your face Mm-hmm. Like because you're not required to, it doesn't it doesn't affect your life every day. It doesn't rock your world. It's not your reality. So I can understand her not realizing. She looked at them and I was like, "God damn, are you for real? Mm-hmm. What? Are she looking like I wouldn't put up with that bullshit? Mm-hmm. You know?" So she was like, "Come on, girl, let's go." Do you know how many other people would have been like, "Well, girl, I you know I'll try. I mean, I'll throw your name in the hat. I'll see." She was like, "No, no, no, no. We gonna get paid." yeah it's funny because people talk about all that like ally shit and feminism shit and we need to be together shit and you know especially when it's towards black women and black films you know it's a lot of like we together and i have it so hard we have it so hard don't we have it hard as women yes we do but i have it even harder as a black woman whoa 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 and that's where it's now you're being divisive that and that's the problem that's where the conversation stops it's all girl and girl power and come on let's get it until it's time to actually talk the dollars in the cents and then everybody wants to stop talking everybody wants to get tight everybody wants to be quiet don't nobody want to talk about race like race don't fucking exist you know and you only want to talk about us being the same as far as womanhood okay yeah i can relate with you in womanhood i can relate with you on these things too but there's things that you can't relate with me on because of your privilege right um so yeah zero for me as well uh shout out to jessica chastain she was just in a quote-unquote controversy about being on the cover like i want to say it's vanity fair but i probably fucked up which article magazine it was and it was all the women nominees for like you know actress of the year or whatever the fuck for the oscars and stuff and it was all white women um on the cover of whatever this was uh, and people were in her mentions on twitter about it like you know you say you this but you took this picture why'd you take a picture with only white women da 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 you know and chastain was like you know i'm kind of i think we covered it on the show she's like i'm kind of like i'm asking the question too which is like why aren't there more black films why aren't there more black films with black women that are leads and like because who could they even have put on in this cover to fit the theme of these people being nominated for you know the oscars and or whatever it was and because you know there weren't any women of color being uh lauded as the um at the time i guess right uh as a lead uh she was basically like that's the problem you know, well yeah like that's it's a bigger problem than me and you know to a certain extent i'm like yeah you kind of passed the buck 
on that you could have also said i don't want to be in a picture i also don't know how much harm is done in those pictures to be fair about it um it's but just the image yeah but i understand right. how people feel you know um and i felt like you know kind of a little bit of a cop out to then say that but also a little bit of truth to it as well like there wasn't a lot of people um and i think with the oscars um for lead actress i don't know who got nominated that was a black woman i know mary j blige got nominated but i don't know if that was for lead or supporting i know octavia spencer got nominated but i also think that was for supporting so um maybe there weren't any wasn't anybody this year um so maybe that was a a bigger problem than her but getting paid is a huge problem uh for black women in hollywood so that was what was most important to me um all right let's uh get into some other stuff how about uh um i guess we can do some white people news oh wait that means i gotta find a song you know what no no white people news uh let's let's take out the trash instead i don't want to play a cover today um we haven't taken out the trash in a long time ain't it's overflowing Mm -hmm. stank (laughs) it always stank though stank up in here Mm. uh let me see uh oh and i need to add a new session too because clearly David Copperfield, or more like David Copperfield, he has been <laughs> accused of drugging and assaulting a model in 1988. Good God. Yeah. Now you see him, now you don't. Apparently she didn't either. Brittany Lewis suggested the incident took place when she was 17 years old during a modeling competition. The world's highest paid magician released a statement on Instagram saying he supported the Me Too movement. That's, that's what we getting them when they be out there talking about i support me too and then somebody be like oh you do because you didn't support it in 1988 copperfield said he's been a victim of false allegations in 2007 and was now having to weather another storm he added i've lived with years of news by the way that's multiple times you've been accused i've lived with years of news reporting about me being accused of fabricated heinous acts and with few telling the story of the accuser getting arrested in my innocence Brittany Lewis made her claims in the rap, which also spoke to her best friend, husband, ex-husband, and grandmother. Lewis said she reported the incident to the FBI in 2007. Copperfield's statement about the false accusations refers to an incident in 2007 when pageant winner Lacey Carroll accused him of inviting her to his home in the Bahamas and then sexually assaulted her. The Las Vegas performer who earned $61 million last year. Woo! He's still this making this. Is, is it uh paraphernalia what is we talking about he wrote always listen and consider everything carefully but please for everyone's sake don't rush the judgment the case was investigated by the fbi but was dropped in 2010 after carol was arrested for allegedly falsely claiming she was assaulted by another person so i guess he's saying that woman lied i mean there must be videos dvd like that's the stuff he must be making his money off of people just telling their kids everybody. i mean does he still tour or something that's i don't know 
I have no idea how the fuck this nigga doing this shit forever. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Lizza returns to CNN after sexual misconduct probe. Say it with me, kids. Nobody gets canceled. Nobody. The network. Nobody. Nobody. The network initially suspended Lizza in December after the uh, New Yorker determined his employment for improper sexual conduct. After an investigation into allegations of sexual conduct, CNN decided to bring political reporter Ryan Lizza back to the air. Maybe it's Lisa like pizza? I don't know. The, um, the network initially suspended him in December after the New Yorker terminated his employment. Lizza, um, uh, responded that he was dismayed that the magazine had severed ties to him. He called a respectful relationship with the woman I dated. Upon learning the New Yorker's decision, he, uh, had severed ties. CNN pulled him from the future on-air appearances. With the network conducting an extensive investigation into the matter based on the information provided in the findings of the investigation, CNN is finding reason to continue to keep Mr. Liza Lizza off the air on CNN, said a spokesperson. And he appeared on Thursday, CNN Tonight with Don Lemon. So, so much for the innocent men getting caught up, gonna get their whole lives destroyed angle. No. Um, speaking of which, um three more women have accused jeremy piven of sexual misconduct five women had initially accused him of sexual misconduct in november boy three more women have come forward jeremy pivens who is this dude ari on entourage oh the agent dude Mm mm-hmm uh in the story published saturday afternoon one background actor said he forcefully pinned her down on the couch after following her to a trailer a background actor said pivot became physically aggressive with her during an intimate encounter and a third woman said the actor pushed her against a wall and tried to force her to engage in sexual intercourse the incidents allegedly occurred in 1985 1996 and 1994 respectively Ooh. he's denied the three new accuser claims uh according to buzzfeed he initially he additionally denied november's claims of sexual harassment this nigga got a lot of a lot of claims a lot of claims coming at them mm-hmm. bill cosby does surprise stand up at philly club yeah could you tell folks people gonna be like fuck you nigga could you imagine the people to pay for did they did the, did the audience know he's gonna come and it was just a, a top ticket show because i'm sitting in the audience this nigga show up i'm like what the fuck i didn't sign up for no goddamn bill cosby I guess he likes his shows like he likes his sex. Unannounced. Uh, it does not go a long way for his reputation of foregoing consent to show up unannounced to the comedy club and give a show. That they didn't ask for. I'm just happy that he can see and walk again and function fully. Uh, remember during the trial, he was a feeble old man who could barely see and okay. was, was gonna die quite Within soon. three days. Mm-hmm. Until the the until the verdict, and then he was walking fine. Just Kaiser so say that shit. Nobody gets canceled. Nobody. Nobody. Um. Yeah. If this nigga showed up at a random comedy club, I'm walking the fuck out. Right. No. Uh. So. Uh. At any rate, I'm glad I wasn't there because I'd be like, "Fuck that nigga." i'm sorry i should have played that yeah I, my question is did he talk about all the massage and shit in his stand-up you know because you know comedians like to make pop culture and current events news sometimes they like to get in there add it to the stand-up 
um because if not then i i really would just walk out there's nothing else to see you're just gonna act like it didn't happen nothing else to see unless you got something to say clear your chest to talk about what's going on with you um yeah fuck that nigga uh but yeah he didn't discuss his impending trial during the set which he announced only a few hours before on facebook instead the event kicked off at 5 p.m with music by the tony williams jazz quartet and kazi joined the band to tell a few jokes that were very reminiscent of his classic stand-up he told stories that mostly centered on funny anecdotes from his own childhood like the time he asked uncle william why he wasn't white like the baby hanging from the stork's beak coffee the uncle told him he also poked fun at his visual impairment uh wearing a t a sweatshirt that said hello friend in multicolored letters kazi performed for a little more than an hour at different times throughout the act he referred to his wife camille and his daughter whom he said called a very intelligent lady the audience seemed to welcome him at the intimate club one young man at the bar said he stopped in for a drink and had no idea he'd see dr huxtable telling jokes his name is bill cosby but okay and some people that's who he is to some people as wild as that that man is not bill cosby mm-hmm that's dr huxable and, to a lot and of that's the part of the fucking problem dr huxable would never do those things so i.e bill cosby could never do those things right um anyway uh he uh oh, i forgot we had another segment i thought you were gonna ask me zero to a hundred nope nope nothing to ask there um <clears throat> james franco got snubbed from the oscars after sexual misconduct claims and that's after he was sweeping the awards wouldn't he though like uh for disaster artists so that makes me feel like that's a direct result of the sexual um harassment mm-hmm. and he probably, he, he's probably gonna win for the rest of the season like when start knocking down them big boys they're like no oh oh what no 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 because see some of this shit people haven't voted for yet right um so that's kind of a sign of progress although you know we will see and nobody gets canceled yeah well also it's not even about the awards to me is at this point it's like yeah but are people gonna still be in the movies are they still gonna work with them is he ever gonna have to have a mea culpa mm-hmm. uh even a moment of acknowledgement of like yeah i did those things and it was fucked up because if not then if really nothing's changed he can just wait it out and he'll be fine right you know uh let's see uh porn star kelly shabiri uh a dude uh says who's also uh wait i'm sorry porn star kelly shabiri a woman accuses sex and relationship expert reed mahalko who i didn't never heard of of sexual misconduct um u.s porn star kelly shabiri uh alleged sexual and relationship expert reed mahalko tried to pressure her into having sex when they met eight years ago mr mahalko first made a name for himself after co-founding cuddle parties in the early noughties the uh the idea behind behind cuddle parties is to allow participants to experience non-sexual group physical intimacy through cuddling and consent has always been uh at the core of the concept after the cuddle party concept took off mr mahalko forged a career around consent sex consent and relationship education touring university campuses across america one of his well-known college talks is titled how to be a gentleman and get laid navigating consent sexual freedom partying dating relationships and what it means to be a man on campus but according to the daily beast miss shabiri a 45 year old porn actor actor and plus size model claims she had a confronting experience with mr mahako in los angeles eight years ago after she was invited to one of his workshops miss shabiri said the incident occurred while she was dropping mr mahako back to his accommodation 
as i drove him back to his friend's place he spent the entire time trying to figure out how to have sex with me i kept telling him well i'm a sex worker and a porn performer you can't get this unless you pay for this and i wasn't doing any private sessions he keeps hammering at it even after we parked and i said no miss shabiri accused the 49 year old of hypocrisy after preaching consent for years he said well if we can't have sex is there somewhere something else we can do you're so pretty etc i stood my ground and he tried to come up with all these different scenarios it was like he didn't understand he was pushing too far and i was like fine i will give you a hand job if you just leave i don't think he understood what he did was wrong mr mohawko did not deny the allegations when contacted by the daily beast back then i had a lot less unexamined privilege and was very extroverted he told the publication i saw porn performers as excellent in communicating their boundaries because they communicate as part of their profession now all of these years later knowing what i do now all i can say is that we are all human and just because someone is a performer of sex or sex educator doesn't mean they're amazing about speaking up mr mohawko said he had simply been excited to speak with another sex industry worker when he met miss shabiri fuck out of here listen that's not true that i hate when the apology is alive just be like look man i wanted a hand job from this woman she seemed like she was not okay with it um but i took the act i said i'll take a not okay hand job uh he said it was like musicians talking about music i was just geeking out looking back i now realize that might come across as pressure because all i'm doing is talking about sex with them um miss shabiri's claim follows the seemingly endless fallout from the me too movement da 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 harvey weinstein da, da. um yeah and here's the thing i don't think he'll be canceled i don't even think he'll lose his uh whatever his job is talking about consent and shit i really don't think anything will happen to this dude because he did acknowledge that something happened right. but i don't think that's an honest evaluation of what happened no because um, there is a power dynamic there right. um and then there's also just most importantly she told you she wasn't with it she said no i'm not giving out uh, private sessions i'm not doing anything sexually with people right now um and then he basically was like well come on can you give me a hand job please come on now you know it's like you sound like a horny uh fucking junior high student right um so anyway um all right uh let's see we'll do another one how much time we got all right we got some time all right we'll do another one too short is being sued for sexual battery oh well i mean we had already Mm, talked about that he had been accused by two women and his comments like yeah the art of trying to fuck is over as he put it so eloquently right uh the rap legend is facing a lawsuit filed friday by a los angeles woman named tiana lewis according to docs she says he sexually assaulted her on multiple occasions between june and october 2016 she says the attacks included forced oral sex vaginal sex and sodomy tiana says she and short met in december 2015 eventually produced a song together april 2016 she claims that's when he made the first unwanted advances she claims the first assault went down in june and then when they went to a hotel room in downtown la according to the docs too short threw her into the bed held her down undressed her began performing oral sex on her she claims subsequent incidents happened in other hotel rooms or the studio she claims on one occasion he told her i'm just gonna put the tip in and although she said please no please no he continued in the suit she says he held her down during vaginal sex she was left bleeding and then brutally sodomized her she's suing for sexual battery sexual harassment gender violence gender discrimination and false imprisonment obviously he denies the claims but you know just saying uh, this is like several times he's now been accused so i believe her Mm -hmm. uh monster energy hit with more sexual harassment claims 
as many as 10 sexual harassment complaints have been filed against male executives at monster beverage a former I mean, it is i mean just the commercials and shit look like a frat bro commercial every time you see it yep they they really does like the kind of environment where right. they're okay with that shit like i hate to be like that but right. that i mean it really look like we going to a white frat party yeah it's wild though because like you're still a fucking um you're still a fucking corporation yes you are like you still a company right them frat boys can do whatever they fuck they want to do separate from you but you as a company you're accountable as many as 10 sexual harassment complaints have been filed against male executives at monster beverage a former worker told the post signaling that problems at the energy drink maker are more pervasive than first thought sarah lozano who worked in the hr department at monster from 2013 to 2015 said the complaints were filed with her department after women complained of a boys club environment at the company which is 18 percent owned by coca-cola the complaints were in addition to the five lawsuits lozano and four other female ex-monster employees filed um the lawsuits exposed alleged profane and demeaning text messages sent by a handful of executives to various female employees monster vice president john keneally uh allegedly sent text to one woman calling her a whore and a bitch keneally was allegedly not punished uh until the huffington post which was the this week first reported on the suits uh contacted the company and he's now on paid leave i had to doubt the validity of the uh no i had to doubt the sincerity behind that punishment right you need to be fired you it got was, text yeah. what the fuck are we talking about it was being reported but it wasn't until huffington post called you oh he's on paid leave as of this moment sorry about that but I, uh if there are complaints made to hr anywhere else in the company they are taken seriously said some people who have not taken them seriously right. investigated and appropriate action is taken up including termination of employment the company said in a statement i bet you they've not fired anyone come on as a minority you're share, not telling me who you fired right as a minority shareholder with board representation we cannot comment on monster in these cases as monster is a separate public company said a coke spokesman we do not tolerate discrimination or harassment we are committed to building a thriving workplace where all our employees are respected and feel supported uh to be successful monster shares closed down 48 cents to 67 uh 67 dollars 80 cent uh the shares lost another eight cents in after hours trading four to five women said they are coming forward now because they are about to enter arbitration hearings with monster and will be signing confidentiality agreements the fifth woman has not yet filed for arbitration so they better say something now before they sign they they get paid and then they can't say anything right (sighs) all right um let's move over into something fun and do some uh fucking with black people that's fun i mean what did i say fucking i mean guess the race sorry about that guys now that it's time for, for some, some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time Ba-dum-bum. that's right it's time for guest the race the un- number one game going across all the podcasts and we read the play news arguments all over the globe we ask people all over the place in the chat room and karen to guess the race and the chat room can play along and they are racist all right uh story number one a woman tattooed vegan on her forehead and says she regrets nothing white kate alice was has taken a special diet to the extreme by tattooing the word vegan on her forehead despite the harsh backlash on social media kate says she regrets nothing and is proud of the inking i regret nothing mm-hmm 
she captioned the photo on uh twitter got a suicide awareness and vegan tattoo to today love them despite extreme tats being all the rage justin bieber has decorated his torso with gargoyles people were quick to respond and criticize kate online one twitter user branded kate a freak and questioned why on earth she decided to get the tattoo on her face kate, oh, she got a whole- kate responded by telling lad bible i choose to get this tattoo as i'm incredibly passionate about veganism and i know i'll be a vegan for life of course the tattoo on my face received a lot of negative reactions because people seem to get upset when they see the word vegan kate also said she had quite a lot of comments about whether she's now employable but she's adamant that it doesn't matter as she's self-employed and it's easy to cover them up with makeup and a fringe uh she was also quick to point out that her tattoo artist jordan mccray had also received criticism uh she uh actually put went on her facebook and said the amount of negative comments i had to delete on the picture of the vegan tattoo is fucking disgusting who is anyone to take a take the i don't know pee out of what someone else chooses to eat take the piss out of what someone else chooses to eat never mind their reasons or what they do to show they're proud of it so fucking what if someone wants to get a tattoo vegan tattoo on their face i nearly didn't do this tattoo because i knew the reaction it would get but i was but i thought fuck it what other people say however i was correct and there have been people tagging their friends and having a good old laugh at the girl although i'm not a vegan and would most likely never be one i really respect her for fighting for what she believes in and being proud to show it off and doing so without once i don't know what that got cut off something uh in a facebook post she said oh yeah they already said that anyway guys uh wait how much time we got Seven seventeen. okay guess the race oh 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 this this is some white shit i eat pork but i ain't putting pork or bacon across my face the diaya cheese from wisconsin white uh they been like that since eighth grade white white women already regretting her tattoo has a gluten sensitivity white too much kale sauce white ally hc <laughs> feels oppressed by her own decisions white i'll still i'll still mention it several times in conversation though white <laughs> oh that's minerva uh chalkiest of white uh forever 21 savage white Aww uh corny cracker white white as fuck white just when you thought vegans couldn't get more annoying blandest of whites the correct answer is everyone gets the same thing but it's white yeah not that niggas don't get face tattoos but you know niggas love a lot of shit they ain't putting across their face Mm-hmm. like it wasn't teardrop tattoo right or something like that oh mm-hmm. it's in cursive too gang gang vegan gang what's up baby uh, apparently it is where my vegans at in i just the house i just don't like that people uh picked on her so hard because she also had a suicide awareness tattoo like what is right you know what kind of shit come on guys sometimes it's I okay mean, for people to make decisions you disagree with right I, and wouldn't do yourself i ain't even mad at her for the tattoos i just knew she was a white woman when it was vegan right now if it had been crisco i'd be like now that's a nigga <laughs> all right going to section two we'll be right back guys on the air um live <laughs> oh, oh see that's that's the difference mm-hmm. i'm gonna get a bojangles tattoo come on what are the popeyes what are cage of sparkle tattoos mm-hmm I mean, where the fish and grits tattoos? I mean, where are they at? Mm-hmm. 
uh swine get a swine tattoo mm-hmm. all right i just invited you back on and we'll go to the uh to the next one um how about this one um still playing guest race a woman gets frostbite wearing a miniskirt in negative 40 degrees celsius i don't know how cold that is but it's negatives that's not good i'm going white a young woman was left with frostbite on both thighs after she went out in a short skirt despite it being negative 40 degrees the woman whose name has not been released was rushed to the hospital after she failed to wrap up in the city of astana the capital of kazakhstan she wore a pair of tights for protection against the bitter conditions but still ended up with serious frostbite doctors released a photograph of the woman's leg showing a large patch of her legs molted purple with the condition uh, as a warning to others the woman who studies law at the university of astana has simply gone out for a walk but ended up needing medical help hey she went out for a walk negative four dot what what the fuck is tights gonna do with negative 40 i thought i was gonna be like i had to get to work so you know what choice did i have but i just need to go i just need to get out the house you know right i thought you know running running to your car and then running into the building negative anything i ain't i'm not fucking with uh hospital confirmed she was being treated by the department of prevalent surgery for first and second degree frostbite for both thighs she's been allowed to go home but would need to return to the hospital to have her dressings changed uh neat neat is in zombalat mammy chef said thank god she's still alive she almost she's almost a graduate well what could she possibly be learning she should be able to evaluate the risk when she gets dressed in the morning by now another uh his golfman commented why did she even try to show off her clothes people should take extra care in such weather frostbite is caused when exposure to extreme temperatures cause the skin and other tissues to freeze the hands the feet and face are most commonly affected guess the race i know this shit in another country but i'm still going white okay let's check the chat room and see what they believe um uh white on white hold on let me see uh wait when did you ask i think people started guessing before you asked yeah i think they made white uh a pair of tights real white uh your future attorney lane uh those weren't tights or legs were froze that color uh white on white kind of stands throwing me off but still sounds white limited vowels in her last name white uh she she's been told all her life that she's god's favorite definitely white the cockdacity sickle i don't even know what race that is it's all cold outside wearing shorts when it's snowing white i don't need no jacket white uggs kept her feet just fine white stupid white woman no sympathy white frost thought white elsa oh, frozen Lord. let it go white white out conditions white snow white that's how they make popsicles in kazakhstan white Aww. melania's cousin <laughs> she was wearing uggs with that skirt though white don't miss dumb miss uh white and the correct answer is that whole sickle was white okay i'll take it back she's not a whole sickle frozen hobert ah! yeah uh you only can see her legs but she's still a white woman God. yep 
like what the hell it's could you have possibly going 40 celsius degrees i don't know what it is in degrees but nigga it's cold listen i respect the hell out of cardi b y'all but um hoes do get cold don't listen to that okay cardi b not a scientist neil degrasse will tell your ass uh cover up in the cold okay <laughs> you can wear it it is something that's too little colds and too too little weather okay if you Nothing go put like this that. if you're going outside if you're inside and in the heat that's one thing uh let's see we find another one how about um possibly could have lost your legs mm-hmm damn i done fucked up my legs <laughs> waffle house customer i'll go to jail over some barbecue sauce Things- <laughs> that sounds like a nigga things got hot at the waffle house in middle georgia this week over customers request for barbecue sauce early tuesday a man sat down for some food at the restaurant on riverside drive near i-75 in macon uh, according to the macon telegraph down in georgia willie edward drake ah! 43 of columbus asked for some barbecue sauce according to viv county sheriff's report drake was told the restaurant um uh was had none and then things got spicy according to the sheriff's report not spicy well definitely wasn't savory and sweet up in there sure was it the man then began screaming obscenities and insulting the workers then reportedly added i'll go to fucking jail over some barbecue sauce won't we all he don't bring his own and soon he did Duh! i guess they need to get all up out of his grill <laughs> did he get mad that it wouldn't flame broil with the barbecue sauce i guess not uh when the deputies arrived drake was allegedly uncooperative and disorderly he was jailed on disorderly conduct charge the newspaper reported uh guess the race of willie edward drake willie is black all right let's check the chat room <laughs> can i order one real black <laughs> only had hot sauce in his bag black take me to jail throw away the key black He's proud of his ignorance. I hope I'm wrong, but I'll say black. The sperm, the black. What? The sperm, something black. Saucy black, have to go black. I started this barbecue business black. White, Saron, white, Saron cousin, country black. Oh, <laughs> oh, he, <laughs> oh. he went to jail black. Get that man some sauce, goddammit, black. He will kill you for the sauce black. Sweet baby raised black. Kill. Oh kiss my black ass black uh true gourmet uh would not have wanted waffle house barbecue sauce anyway black sweet black baby ray <laughs> and baby ray's is good too the correct answer is black guys <laughs> sweet willie ray uh somebody did say white now they now didn't been like this uh vinaigrette i could say white you know white folks love vinaigrette every you know anything can be vinaigrette to them Mm -hmm. you know 
yeah he was like that looked like the same face he made when they told him they had no barbecue sauce mm-hmm. vegan free uh salad dressing i could see them having a fit about that Mm-mm-mm. that's a nigga well it looked like they that like what you mean he ain't got no barbecue sauce I, that's exactly what the words that came out of his mouth yeah i remember when i uh i remember when i ain't have uh ketchup one time at mcdonald's and dude got mad as fucking me and threw some food at me i was only 15 he was like y'all ain't got no ketchup i'm like sir we, i don't fucking supply the ketchup like what did what you want me to do <laughs> like, that's ordering the manager didn't do their job mm-hmm. uh winner of a dun- donut eating contest caught still in duncan uh cops say i mean you won the contest maybe he won the contest out of necessity he loved dunking that much i mean that uh, was the reward the reward should have been dunking donuts what are we what, are, what is happening a north carolina man who made headlines when he was caught for break-ins after winning a donut eating contest has been arrested again and this time he's accused of stealing from a donut shop the virginian pallet newspaper reports 27 year old bradley hardison of elizabeth city was charged thursday with stealing from a dunkin donuts in november an elizabeth city police department statement says he's charged with felonies including breaking and entering in larceny <clears throat> it wasn't clear if he helped himself to any donuts you know what i wonder maybe he wasn't eating donuts in the competition he was just taking the place out possibility he's like the longer i said eat the more i can see what the security is mm-hmm uh phone listing for artisan rang disconnected the virginia pilot uh reported that in 2014 he won a donut eating contest put on by lizard city police while he was wanted on suspicion of several break-ins <laughs> in the Elizabeth city is in the middle of nowhere you you got Mm, you got warrants and your ass sitting in here eating yeah. police donuts with the police investigators say they arrested hardison after his win prompted further scrutiny uh can we see your license and so we give you this prize oh yeah about that can you write to check the cash Mm-mm, mm-mm. uh he was convicted according to the paper the paper writes that the donut contest took place during the lizard city police department national night out against crime event of course he, they had to arrest him he ate gla- he ate eight glazed donuts in two minutes uh currently he is being held on yeah. seven thousand dollars bond for the latest charges that is a record because their donuts aren't light like uh Krispy Kreme. their donuts are heavy oh mm-hmm. that is a record guess the race oh this is white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um uh damn it sam's is is back on the crack black the crispy crack uh police identified with that man <laughs> warrants and chatting it up with the popo that is all that's it white man powder white bandit whoa you show up to an event sponsored by police while you have warrants that's mighty white he needed some dough powder white dumbass powdered white white meth is a hell of a drug white white powdered bandit the correct answer is white everybody got it yeah i can't see going to jail over over dunkin donuts if it was krispy kreme maybe dunkin it's not worth the time bro you should not go to prison because you couldn't stay off the dunkin bro that's that's just not fair yeah, I understand America runs on it, but but uh, no, thank you. All right, uh, all right, let's do the bonus round, guys. All right, 
so far karen hasn't missed any yet double the points and the race double the points and the race double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is like three or four for four can she do an unprecedented perfect i know i'm trying y'all let's see feeling it i know i like that song internet craze the no lacking challenge where people pull guns on each other to film their responses goes horribly wrong when a memphis boy 17 is shot white a 17-year-old boy is fighting for his life at a Tennessee hospital Saturday night after a botched attempt at an internet craze left him in critical condition. Sherman Lackland, 21, was arrested and charged with aggravated assault, reckless endangerment, and unlawful possession of a weapon after he accidentally shot his friend in the head while oh. enacting his rendition of the No Lacking Challenge. The fad, which has been popping popping up on social media with greater frequency over the past several months, shows young people pulling guns on one another and filming a response participants are not supposed to fire on one another yeah that would just be recording a murder so that makes sense the term refers to lacking a gun or firearm a way to test the readiness of an individual should they need a firearm to protect themselves or use it for a more sinister purpose this is so stupid and so fucking white basically you pull a gun on somebody and then they pull the gun back to show they they have a gun the pair were sitting at the booth at ease cafes in memphis around 5 15 p.m thursday evening oh, they were eating when the incident occurred all young kids said ron earns a manager at ease cafe um they were sitting here talking they showed each other they started talking to each other about a gun and accidentally went off such stupidity ain't nobody anybody could get hurt luckily for the wounded teenager a doctor happened to be eating inside the restaurant when the gun went out and immediately tended to the boy's care the 17 year old who was then taken to methodist university hospital situated across the street from the diner and treated inside the er the boy remains in critical condition witness thomas fitzpatrick told the broadcaster there was a real loud bang when i could see the guy across the table um wait hold on the article moved on me in the middle of it uh, oh i could see the guy across the table falling to the floor um he started grabbing him and telling him to get up and that he was kind of mad that he was swinging stools and stuff uh what so he he shot somebody and then got mad he started grabbing him and telling him to get up and he was kind of mad and was swinging stools and stuff other dangerous fads have been sweeping the internet including the tie pod challenge where teenagers dare each other to eat laundry you know this seems way worse than that uh anyway uh karen guess the race of um sherman lackland oh white white karen's going white white Mm -hmm. check the chat room see what you guys believe uh i blame them jackass dudes white uh where the hell were their parents at white fuck you mom i don't want i I do what i want white pulled the gun sideways black says parger the gun automatically fired because memphis black white guys gun turned to the side black white and here i thought the tide pod challenge was stupid white nigra sigh that where was his dad you asked probably defending a confederate statue white gang banging on bacon black white i seen black kids doing this on youtube shaking my head black 
loves fuller house the correct answer is can karen go perfect today no he's black Some of y'all did get it. Y'all knew Memphis. Niggas out here pulling guns on each other. And let that be a lesson to all of you. Just because you don't want it to be true doesn't mean that it's not true in Guess the Race, okay? No lacking challenge. Sound like some black shit to me memphis black i don't know what karen was thinking so yep there you go karen and here's some pictures from the internet these are all black people that are pulling guns on each other here's this this one like a random white dude in the background trying to get the fuck out the way right uh here's another one some black and they think this is funny uh it's definitely worse than the tide pod challenge to me all right let's get into sword ratchetness guys sorry thanks for playing the game karen uh didn't we almost have it all i was close y'all mm-hmm. how the fuck i was supposed to know niggas was putting guns out on each other playing stupid games shooting each other in the middle of restaurants you never heard about black on black <laughs> oh. i have but not as a game what about the kids in chicago karen what about them man accused of stabbing a bed with a sword with a sword near his girlfriend a medford man is uh, is facing charges after allegedly biting his girlfriend and using a sword to stab a bed on which she was laying robert lewis arose jr 23 um uh, uh pleaded guilty excuse pleaded not guilty to charges of coercion unlawful use of a weapon fourth degree assault menacing and harassment friday uh in jackson county circuit court um he's scheduled to accept the plea agreement february 2nd uh december 21st 2017 police responded to a report of a domestic violence incident on the lane way a woman told police arose her boyfriend had stabbed the bed with a dull sword about a foot away from where she was on the bed oh she said he also bit her in several places during the incident happening here police observed several bite marks on his body on her body including a bite mark on her left arm that was swollen and appeared to have broken skin a rose admitted to stabbing the bed but claimed his girlfriend was not in the bed at the time he admitted to causing bite marks and told they were made they were made out of love not anger but she just had i guess she just got confused karen uh, in 2015 a rose played guilty okay, to what we doing you bite me and break skin i'm whooping your ass 2015 arose a plea uh pleaded guilty to carrying a concealed weapon the weapon was an instrument similar to metal knuckles according to court documents uh he pleaded guilty to first degree burglary in 2016 so there you go um uh, be careful messing with these dudes that own these swords you never know when they're gonna go off and bite you and try to chop you up and ruin your perfectly good bed right now you gotta replace your mattress i hope one of them expensive ones mm-hmm might want to replace your man while you at it come on just just throw out the man in the bed everything all right guys we'll be back tomorrow until then i love you i love you too